Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Okay, good. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We love you. We adore you. We thank you for this opportunity. Now, Lord, we ask that you empower us with your word from on high. We ask that you bless the teacher, bless the students. Let us all be receptive unto your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I appreciate Reverend Wade for coming. Okay. I think I got the right lesson. Israel rejects God in favor of a human king. First uh, Samuel eight four through seven. First Samuel ten seven through twenty four. Uh, uh, what was his name? Econor had two wives. One of them was Hannah, and Hannah was barren. And Hannah prayed to God that she would have a son. And God answered her prayer, and she had Samuel. And because God uh, opened her wound after so many years, because she had been a long time without children, she dedicated that child unto God and actually took him to the uh, priest Eli and at a very young age, and he spent his entire life uh, serving the Lord. And now in this lesson, Samuel has reached an old age, uh, and that's where this lesson picks up. But the... The biggest thing about this lesson is not so much about Samuel's age, but as the mistake that Israel is going to make in rejecting the the theocracy of Christ, I mean of God, for democracy. They reject the divine leadership of God for for a monarch leadership of man. Nothing Israel did was more damaging and instructive to their existence than the choice they made. Uh, but the choice they made was to uh, not have God as their, because he was their king and leader in, in essence, because he was leading them from the time, uh, especially from the time they left uh, Egypt uh, until this time. And he had uh, protected them and, and, and care for them. But they had reached a state where previous Romans 12 and uh, 1 and 2, where it says, uh, talks about not uh, 
word they use. <laughs> I remember that scripture from so easy, but I can't remember where it goes. Uh, but anyway, it said, "Be not, uh, uh, don't be, don't, don't be, don't give in to being like other uh, people. Be not, oh God, how does that go?" Uh, but anyway, be not uh, uh, don't become don't become like other nations, but uh, seek the spirit and, and and honor your your honor what what yourself. In other words, don't become like the other nations. Uh, but but they had become like what they wanted to be, just like the Israelis. They wanted to do the things that the Israelis were doing. I mean the. Uh, uh, other nations were doing. They they got caught up too much in trying to be like them. They lost their own identity. So they were not satisfied with being a pace setter for for God, but they were more concerned about being a, a, a confirming to the world. And that's what I was looking for. Uh, don't don't conform to the to the world. Uh, be but be you transformed by the renewing of of your mind. In other words. Uh, don't be, don't become let the world come in and, and transform you, but be you. Uh, don't conform to that, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, and 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 through spiritual script from Christ. So they had let them transform them into being like the world. Uh, so in this lesson, Samuel, uh, the leaders of the Israeli nations are are going to come to Samuel and demand some things. Then all the others of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel at Ramah. Uh, and so they come to him, and uh, uh, the elders, is, is the, it's the leaders of the of different the 12 different tribes, and they come to him uh, uh, with some demands. In other words, They've got together and 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 with a, a, through a democracy system, and and set up some demands that they want. So the elders are, are the leaders of these tribes of Israel. Uh, it's uh, people that are pressuring their demands on Samuel. It's a peaceful a peaceful protest. Uh, nevertheless, it's not the will of God. Uh, what is happening here is strictly a, a, a deal where the will of God is being suppressed by the will of man. And came to Samuel at Ramah. Samuel is the last judge of Israel and lives at, at Ramah. Uh, and every Israeli, Israeli tribe has come to Samuel to the man of the people uh, that what the people want and what the people want is to be confirmed to what the rest of the world has. In other words, they want a, a king leader like the other nations have. Uh, but they're not adhering to what God is trying to get them to do because God was their leader. And God had uh, directed their lives for so many years and said unto him, Behold, God old, and thy son walketh not in the way. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. So Israel and their rejection of divine leadership and divine rule turns to a human reason and a selfish desire to change the government. In other words, they are saying that uh, 
and, and behold, died old. When they talking about being old, they're, 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 that's that's ageism. It's prejudice, uh, discrimination based on the age of an individual. So they are going to say that to to uh, Samuel, uh, you are too old to to rule us anymore. And but but I said the rulers, the elders of the tribes are old men them also. In other words, when they said it, they're really talking about uh, themselves. And Samuel, because he old, has a lot of wisdom. And but uh, they are rejecting him because of his because of his age. And they tell tells him also, thy son walk not in their way. Now Samuel had appointed his two sons to uh, to help judge Israel, and, and the oldest son is Joel, and the second one is Abadah, and they judges in Beersheba. But these two guys uh, uh, took bribes, they judged for money, and all of this is known to the Israelis, that their sons are, are, are crooked people. But uh, they want to change the ruling, and they put it on the fact that you're old and your sons are crooked. Uh, so now they said, now make us a king and judge us like the other nations. Uh, and really what they should have been seeking was God's guidance. Uh, so, but his, Israel had become tired of being different than, other, uh, than all the other nations. Uh, so she does not appreciate the value God has given and, and, and privilege that, he, that God has led them. Uh, Israel no longer was willing to submit herself to divine government and leadership. She views the, the God leadership as taking away her, their rights to govern themselves. Uh, they wanted uh, to determine uh, how they live or how they felt and how they saw and desired. God's way was too righteous, too just, too straight, too good, too uh, sanctified for them. So Israel wanted to, in other words, say they wanted uh, a king to rule over them. And they wanted somebody that thought like they do. So they ordered Samuel to to make a king to govern them. Uh, So they make a demand to Samuel uh, in this matter. Yet, uh, in his wisdom, uh, he would give them enough rope. God would give them enough rope to hang them on self. In other words, God says, go ahead. And that's what the next verse is talking about. God says to them, "You, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do give them what they want. But the king displeased, uh, but the thing displeased Samuel when he said, give us a king to judge. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. So Samuel uh, is saying that this thing is not right uh, for us to come uh, ask for a king because of, of what the other nation has. Uh, in other words, it pleased Samuel. So Christians are not supposed to accept the ways of the world. And Samuel knew that. And the ways of the world usually is not righteous. It's based on uh, everything but righteousness. Uh, but right is not based on a majority rule. Righteousness is based on the fact that the right is right and wrong is wrong. The right originates in God. 
So uh, writing is not, is not altered by the condition, the number of uh, opponents or supporters is either right or is either wrong. So Sanya is displeased with the uh, direction that Israel uh, has decided to go. And Samuel prayed unto God. One of the reasons uh, why Samuel is so displeased is because Israel demanded uh, uh, was not the call of Samuel. Samuel uh, knew that what they were doing was overriding what God has did for them for so long. But verse 7 twisted it around and, and, and uh, explained it to Samuel in a, in a better sense. And it says, and the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto the voice of the people uh, and all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. So uh, God calmed uh, Samuel anxiety and encouraged him to do what the people said, uh, acts of him. Not because God is given in to ungodliness, but rather because He's going to chastise them in his own way. In other words, sometimes you just have to give people what they want and let them uh, hang them on self. So he says, hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee. God allows them to have their demands and to show them the error of their decision. Uh, so he tells them, Samuel, go ahead and do exactly what they want you to do. Uh, let them select the, uh, them a leader. Uh, and and uh, he says unto them, hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say. And and, and uh, God's position on this is to let them do whatever they feel like they need to do. And, and they'll find out in the end that they was better off. Uh, uh, in other words, sometimes you just have to let that kid go and do what they want to do. And, and let them realize that, in other words, uh, there's a cruel world out there, but you got to get some of that old bout sense for yourself. Uh, so God encourages and comes, uh, Samuel. But they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not rule over them. So God knows the heart of these people. He knows what motivates them. And he knows that uh, uh, his servant Samuel has been good. In other words, God is telling Samuel, you only did. And that's how Samuel did. Samuel only told him what God told him to tell him. In other words, uh, if they were displeased with what Samuel had been telling them all them years, they would be displeased with God because Samuel was God's representative. Uh, Samuel only told them and led them the way God told him to do. So God was right when he says, they're not rejecting you, they're rejecting me. So he gives them a plan of, of how they're going to choose their leader. And Senya called the people together unto the Lord uh, to Zippat. Now, Israel, that's kind of like Israel's national convention, headed by Senya, and uh, convened in, in, the, in the city that Senya has called them, uh, the people to, to come to, to choose a king. But in his answer way, God has already informed Senya that Saul would be the man chosen. But he lets them go through the the, the uh, process. Uh, and and they, what they're going to do is they're going to cast lots. Uh, 
And when they cast these lots, they're going to choose what tribe the, the, the king is going to come from the first time. Uh, and the next time they're going to choose uh, what son of uh, the, uh, what family he's going to come from. So Samuel con convenes Israel, a national convention, and Samuel called the people together. The idea is that the people were not in, in an unholy place. They were in a holy place. Uh, they was in a sanctified place. God's presence was there and the people was coming uh, before him. It's not that it's not a holy place. It's the people that's in there is not holy. In other words, you can have an unholy uh, meeting in the church, but that doesn't make the meeting holy. That makes uh, your spouses in a holy place. So they had it in a convened in a righteous place, but they still doing is not doing the will of God. Uh, and said unto the children of Israel, just said the Lord God of Israel, I bought you up out of Egypt and delivered you out of the hands of the Egyptian and out of the hands of the of all kingdom and of them that oppress you. So Samuel opened the uh, address to the people by reminding them of the goodness of God. Uh, what he said to them, uh, that God is the one that brought you up out of, out of Egypt, that, that, that delivered you out of the Egyptian hand. He brought the plagues upon uh, the Egyptians uh, uh, and, and delivered you uh, unto the land that you are in now. Uh, that's the first thing he, he did. The second thing he, he, he did was uh, he delivered you out of the hands of many other enemies uh, from, a, from an enslavement rule of the Egyptians. And I, I, out of all the other kingdoms, he fought your bellies for you. Uh, he did all the things. He provided food and clothing for you. Their clothes didn't wear out all the time they was in the wilderness. Uh, he he delivered you. He did so much from you, from your oppression. Uh, whatever situation you came against, God has provided for you. God has made a way for you. And in every situation that you were in, uh, God has been there for you. And ye have this day rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversities, all your tribulations. And ye have said unto him, Nay but set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourself before God and by your tribe and by your thousand. So uh, God is going to get him the chance to do uh, exactly what they want to do. And you have this day rejected your God. In so many words, God is saying to Israel, is this the way you repay God for all the things he's done for you? Uh, it's like saying to your a, a child, saying to your father, he he took care of you, he raised you up, he fed you, he did all these things for you, and now you rejected him. And then same thing they did, who himself saved you out of all your adversities and all your tribulations. The challenge here is 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 for them to reexamine their action and and see the errors of their decision. Uh, look back over what he's done for you. Think about it a little bit. Uh, Re-examine uh, 
what you've been through. And you have said unto him, no, but we set a, set a king before us. And God, they are trying to prick their heart. Samuel is trying to get them to uh, change their heart. But when, they're, when, 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 when uh, some people's mind is close to the truth, they don't want to hear what, what, what is being said. So they don't hear nothing that Samuel is telling them. Now, therefore, present yourself before the God by your tribe and by your thousand. Uh, so the reason for Israel coming to the convention was to demand their, that their will be done, not God's will be done. So, and they come to the a in a, uh, a good a force together. They've come together for this. Uh, they are, they are all uni- united and, 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 and uh, unified on what they want to do. And when Samuel had caused all of the tribes of Israel to come up near, the tribe of Benjamin was taken. So they, what they did, they, they, uh, all the tribes were put, names were put uh, in a box or wherever, and, and Samuel would draw the name out of uh, one of the names out. And the name that was taken was the tribe of Benjamin. And so uh, Benjamin is the, the youngest son of, of Jacob. Uh, and so his his tribe is the one that's chosen. And when they had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come nearer to their, by their family, the family of Metro was chosen. And saw the song of Kish was taken. And when they saw him, he could not be found. So they, they, they chose the tribe of Benjamin. And then they chose uh, uh, what family that, that they were going to take. So they chose this uh, a matrix, and, and his that was one of the arrows of Benjamin, and so he was to come from them, and from that they selected Saul. And but when they selected Saul, he could not be found. Uh, so the song of Saul, the song of Kish was taken. Uh, from that family, and he had, he was not where he could be found. Uh, first, Saul had become already knew that God had made choice of him to be king by permission. Uh, so somehow Saul had I don't know what God had revealed to him, or uh, some believe that some way God, uh, Saul had had found out that he was going to be the one, and. Uh, Saul, in some ways, I don't know, if you think about Saul and, and the way he was, you almost get the feeling that Saul has some problems all his own life. I know after he became king, he really went kind of loony, but it almost seemed that Saul was a uh, a man that had some problems, uh, mental problems of some sort, because uh, and when you think about all the things that David did for him, David prayed music to calm him down. He had, had the temper flares. He had a, a thing where he threw spears at David. He uh, and David was trying to help him. He did. Have, he had the mood swings as if uh, uh, he had some kind of. By my modern day family, you probably say he was uh, bipolar or something because he had the mood swing that was very weird. Uh, so Saul was not to be found, so they sought Saul. Therefore, they inquired of the Lord further 
if the man should be come hither. And the Lord answered, Behold, he has hidden himself among the stuff. In other words, now they're going to call on the Lord to find out where Saul is. They should have called on the Lord earlier to, to, to seek his guidance. Because even though Samuel may have been early in years and his sons were crooked, does not mean that God wasn't going to raise up somebody else to lead them. But uh, they took it in their own hands to do what they wanted rather than do the will of God. Uh, so people wanted to know, to know if Saul would come to them or had, uh, or had he come, and if not, what method they had should do to find him. And the Lord answered, Behold, the Lord told them where he was. The Lord always knows where we are. And and so when we try to hide, when we think about Adam, where art thou? And Adam, Adam was hiding. The Lord knew exactly where Adam was. God always knew where all of us are. So the Lord told him where uh, Saul was hiding. And they ran and fetched him hence. And when he was stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from shoulder and upward. In other words, what Saul is is he is a man that 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 stands uh, shoulders ahead everybody else. In other words, he looks like he ought to be a great, uh, a big and and, and grateful leader. And, and in some respect, that's what they wanted because they wanted somebody that was uh, going to be a great warrior and uh, lead them against the, the Philistines. They wanted a a warrior king, but they didn't never realize that they wasn't fighting the Bellas. God was fighting the Bellas for them. So it, they could have been little bitty men. As long as they had God on their side, uh, they would still win the Bellas. Uh, it was not their leaders that, that was winning the Bellas. It was God fighting the Bellas for them. But Saul looked like uh, the man that, 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 that uh, would be a great leader for them. Because, you know, they got to fight Goliath, and he was a great big man too. But God doesn't look at the, uh, the, the statue of man. God looks at the heart of man. Uh, so, But this man was ideal for what these people thought they wanted. And Samuel said to other people, See ye him whom the Lord has chosen, that there is none like him among all the people. And the people shouted and said, God save the king. So God went and found a person that fit there what they wanted in a king. They wanted a, a big, tall, warrior-like king. Uh, and many times we get that uh, situation, but it doesn't have the kind of heart that God wanted him to have. And we'll find out that uh, the more saw the more Saul was king, the, the worst condition he got into. And he really made some bad decisions as a leader. The reason was because he had a way of defying the will of God. David was a better leader because that's who God wanted. But God, David was a smaller man, but he had the right heart. Uh, so one thing we might take away from this lesson is to whom are we giving our allegiance? Is it uh, a human king or a divine king? God wants to see the difference between shoes and flesh and blood to govern us 
and instead of the one that he has given to given us. If we are Christian, we ought to follow, obey, and commit our lives to Christ. We ought to respect man, but our loyalty ought to be to God. In other words, we all we all and even when we are choosing our leaders, we ought to pick a godly person over someone that looks like a leader. In other words, look at the heart of man. Uh, and, and so many times we can't uh, get a good representation because politics is so such a, uh, a line type situation when it comes to what the person are really like. But we ought to try to find someone that, that follows after the, the, uh, Christ, someone that uh, try to do the will of God in our choosing our leaders. Uh, not look for them to see which one just looks good. Comments from anybody? Very good lesson, and you're exactly right. But you know, it also states, uh, and, and good evening, uh, brother teacher, this is Sister Ina. It also states that Saul was actually. Uh, 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 as they said in the beginning, a good person. It stated like he mm-hmm. he he loved the Lord, you know. And um, uh, but you got to be careful. But looks good on the outside, and you said exactly right. His heart, I think he got a little big headed because in the beginning it stated that he was supposed to follow these. You know, God told him what he needed to do. And the first thing, <laughs> he started doing his own sacrifices, you know? And mm-hmm. um, and I know I know Samuel was just like, oh my goodness, what have we done? But we also have to be careful too, when you think about this lesson, it really makes you look at today's time, you know? And, and um, just think about, you know, especially since this is election time, you know, um, you hear so much about politics and everything right now, but we really just can't get caught up in that. We really have to still focus like, you know what, yes, these are the people, you know, that will be in office, but we still have to pray that the Lord put the right people in office, you know, and their hearts that uh, for the people because if you think about it the whole time with the, the um the israelites are um if you think about it he always cared for the best interest of his children and um you, you just have to really realize too and a lot of things we want to and we think it's right a lot of things, but we need to think back and and say, you know, okay, what would God want us to do? What will be pleasing to God in the decisions that we make, you know? So um, really good lesson. Thank you, Brother Teacher. Yeah, we have to always remember that God was their leader. Mm-hmm. And they had to. Leader there ever was or ever will be. 
and the mm-hmm. fact that they had God leading them. God has did a great job of providing them. He cloud in the daytime, so the sun was. Yeah. Yeah, he he yeah. did so much. He, he he was a light by night, so they wouldn't be in the darkness. And when they were in the wilderness, he he yeah. fought they. It, oh, he uh, he provided food falling from yeah. the sky. He he does everything. So all these and so yeah. how could you not reject him for for just to be like other. Uh, other nations. I mean, it, it just, I, I, I can imagine the rejection he felt and uh, at the idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and um, to see like, um, it was a slap in the face, like, well, God, what you, what you've done, well, we want, we want different. And as if the, the people thought they knew better. They always they thought they knew better. <laughs> yeah. Very good lesson. Matter of fact, I had to, I had to listen to the whole chapter and, and get a clear understanding. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> Again, we are thankful. Thank you, uh, Deacon Wade, for great teaching. Thank you, Sister Ina, for enlightening us. Also, we thank God for a great lesson. I, uh, we were just listening on tonight. Couldn't see it. Uh, the first cataract uh, went well today, so I still put an eye drop right now. So uh, I just had to listen. I couldn't read along, but I thank God for what I heard and. Uh, thank God for the teacher. Thank God for Sustina and the rest of us for a job well done on tonight. Anything else, Deacon Wade? No, no, I'm done. Okay. All right. Thank you for y'all. Well done. Thank you, Sustina, again. Thank all of you. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for this lesson. Thank you for the teachers, the students, and all that participated. We thank you for this Zoom family. We ask that you continue to lead and guide us from one degree to another. Bless, heal, and deliver. We ask that you continue to look upon the sick, shedding, and bereaved family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. God bless you, family. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.